Hey guys, happy Tuesday, choose yourself. I hope you guys find yourself in a good space today, this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Whenever it is that you are listening to this, I hope that you are in a good space and that you are at peace with yourself as you listen to this podcast. Um, thank you so much, guys, for a lot of your feedback and for sharing the content on your Instagram. Shout out to Pumla, shout out to Pilo. Shout out to Zintle, shout out to so many different people who have shared the content, especially last week's episode on their Instagram feeds. Remember guys, you can find the podcast on Instagram at hazes.podcast. And um, yeah, it's a page where we just send positivity and good vibes. So I hope you guys will follow that page. Um, and that you will find some, you know, connection and connectivity with me and with the other listeners and with the content in general. So last week we spoke about um, a season for life and a season for death, right? And um, it was quite an interesting episode. And uh, yeah, I think I reflected a bit about my experience with death and my experience in continuing with my life after death. And I certainly hope that that spoke to you and comforted you in some way or the other. Today, we're doing part two of the Four Seasons series. And today we are discussing a time to sow into your life and a time to reap. As I said, the inspiration for this series is taken from Ecclesiastes 3. And another way for the sentence or the sentiment is a time to plant and another time to reap. So I hope you guys will find this useful and I hope that it will um, really just make you a bit more reflective and thoughtful about where you are in your life right now. What season are you going through? And of course, you can always let me know via Instagram or via the email, which is hazes.podcast at gmail.com. But today, like I said, we're talking about sowing and reaping. And I know that in the biblical context as well, there's always this um, conversation around, you know, you reap what you sow. And it's always like, ooh, you know, because it's always spoken with regards to sin and it's always spoken with regards to deeds. And um, I think there's like kind of that heavy connotation, right? It's so true and I, and I believe in it and I, you know, take value in it. But when I talk about sowing and reaping today, it's less about sin and more about the actions that we take. And as we discuss it, even the actions that we don't take and how this relationship between sowing and reaping um, is such an important relationship to understand. And if you're in a season of sowing, how to posture yourself. If you're in a season of reaping, how to posture yourself and hopefully to really get the reward that is waiting for you in the season. Because like I said last week, I believe that every season has a reward. Every season has a fruit. Every season has a harvest. It's just about our positioning. It's just about how we posture ourselves and how we posture ourselves in expectancy for a reward, for a blessing, for an elevation, right? So I think when talking about sowing, I really just did some research around the concept of sowing and the concept of planting. And of course, you know, biblically, you know, we, we see the, the concept of a farmer throughout the Bible. But for those of you who are not familiar with the Bible or don't read the Bible at all, um, I think whether you are Christian or not, there's some value in these principles, right? 
Um, but sewing itself is a time where you are investing in yourself. You could be investing in a specific area in your life, or you could be investing just in general, right, in yourself. You could be investing in your knowledge of cooking. You could be investing in exercise. You can be investing in meditating. You can be investing financially, you know, like actual tangible physical monetary investment. You could be investing your time in certain relationships, projects, or even in studying. So the idea of sowing here is not literal farming, although if you are an actual farmer or if you are a gardener, um, maybe for you it's literal sowing. But for the rest of us, I thought it would be a nice metaphor for the times in our lives where we find ourselves investing, looking inward, looking at the various gaps in our lives, in our relationships, in our health, in our perspective, in our skills, you know, in our careers, and looking at what we want to sow in those areas. What do we want to invest in those areas? And understanding that the investing process, right, the sowing process can be a very difficult process. Um, you know, when you think about the actual practical farming, you know, planting or sowing, it's really a process where you have an abundance of seeds and you're literally just scattering them, a farming um, concept was broadcasting them um, across a large field of soil or across a patch of soil and literally planting them into the ground or casting them over the ground and really having an expectation that they will germinate and that they will sprout and they will grow into strong plants and eventually bear fruit for you to then take your harvest. In life, I find that the sowing process into the various areas can be quite tricky in that when you sow something, you don't know really when it's going to germinate. You know, in farming or gardening, you know that within two weeks or so, um, your seed will germinate, right? That whole process from the time you plant the seed to the time you actually see evidence of that seed can be between two to three weeks. Um, as a child, I actually liked to do some gardening um, in, in, our, in our home garden, tomatoes and things like that. And um, it doesn't take that long. You know, the general, you know, time frame is something that you can see and that you can follow, right? Um, but life is not like that, you know, so when you plant something into your life, you know, whether it's a new habit, a new behavior, a new mindset, whether you want to get a degree, and in this case, you know, you, you're sowing and planting hours and hours and hours of studying towards that degree, you don't see the germination, you know, you don't really see the sprouting as tangibly as you would a literal plant. And I think that's why sewing can be quite difficult. You know, sewing can be a lonely process. It can be quite an isolating process where you have this goal in mind. You know what you want your end fruit or harvest to look like. But the process of actually dedicating the time, 
dedicating the amount of energy, creating capacity and investing day after day, hour after hour into that process towards that goal can be quite daunting, can be quite isolating and can be quite discouraging, you know, especially if you have tried something before and it didn't work, you know, especially if you tried to invest in a certain area in your life, whether it be your physical health and you've gone back to those old patterns or you've just had a failed relationship or you failed a semester, it just doesn't always feel like what we sow will definitely germinate, will definitely sprout and produce a harvest. And that's why I think the sowing period in our lives can be very difficult. Um, and I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, like I said, you're not disillusioned about failure. You know, you're not disillusioned about what it feels like when it doesn't work. You know, what happens when you invest a certain amount of time in something and it doesn't work? You know, what happens when you invest a lot of time in something and what you get is not what you expected or not what you thought. So the sewing process, I think, can be a very daunting process and it can be a very taxing process. But nonetheless, it's so important that we are aware that, you know, we are sewing. We are aware and available for that sewing season. Because I find that especially in downtime, you know, especially just, you know, during coronavirus and during lockdown, we had a lot of downtime, time with ourselves, time to reflect on how we view the world, how we view ourselves and how we view ourselves interacting with the world and, and those around us. We had so much time around our loved ones. And for some of us, that was also quite challenging and testing. Um, we had a lot of time just with our bodies and eating patterns and sleeping patterns and exercise or the lack thereof. We had so much downtime where we were away from the world, away from the clutter and the hustle and the bustle of things. And I think in those seasons where things are a bit more quiet, things are a lot more soft and, and easy um, is definitely when we sow. You know, sewing is not a noisy period, you know, it's not a chaotic period. A lot of the time, like I said, it's a very isolating period because you are preparing your mind, your heart, your perspective, your spirit for what you are expecting, you know, what you are wanting in the harvest. And that can be quite the process, you know, in looking at the physical, practical sense of farming and understanding the process of planting and the process of sowing. I understood that the seed is one thing, but the soil is something else. And the soil is obviously what's carrying the seed, right? It's what will in, actually ensure that there's a good environment for that seed, right? To germinate, to sprout and to bear harvest. And so in this case, we are the soil, you know, we are the actual soil, our perspective, our mindset, the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we engage ourselves and other people, the way that we think about life, you know, the way that we are open or maybe not open to life is really the soil. And so every single seed that we sow into our lives really is dependent on who we are in that time, where we find ourselves that will determine whether or not that effort you know, is able to germinate. I find that in learning how to position myself during the sowing season, I really had to learn to be patient with myself, to show myself kindness, to show myself grace, 
and of course to develop grit. And grit as we know it can really be defined as being passionate and persevering through long periods of suffering or difficulty when you have a specific goal in mind and keeping that goal in mind. It's about relentlessly pursuing your goal regardless of the opposition that you come across in the process of that pursuit. And so when you're sewing, you need grit, you need grace, you need kindness, and you need patience. Because the truth of the matter is that even in practical gardening and farming, the guys, the farmers will tell you that there's a process where you sow, then you wait, then you protect, and then you reap. So you sow that effort, that time, that availability, that capacity. Like I said, it could be studying, you know, it could be two hours of studying a day, three hours of studying a day. It could be cooking, learning how to cook a new meal or learning how to just cook in general. It could be exercise, you know, a 60 minute run a day. It could be, I'm trying jump rope. <laughs> it could be jump rope, you know, it could be a relationship. It could be being there for your kids. You know, it could be learning how to be a better parent, a better partner, but all of that effort, all of that activity and the amount of time it requires is the seed, right? And then you have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait in that the waiting process is understanding that once you've buried the seed, you can't lift up the soil to check if the seed is germinating, right? Um, there was a quote that my sister wrote and posted on the Hazes podcast which I absolutely loved. Um, it was the post that she actually uploaded yesterday. And um, it said that sometimes we mistaken being planted for being buried. And I thought that was so true. And it's so relevant to what we're discussing in today's episode. The fact that once you plant something, once you plant your seed, right? Once you plant that effort, you know, that energy, that consistency, we have a tendency of like looking back at it constantly to check, has it sprouted yet? Is it germinating yet? Is there fruit yet? And sometimes there isn't any, you know, sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, you, you'll work and work and work and not be making profit yet. You know, you'll be going to the gym and you're not seeing the physical change yet. You'll be changing your eating pattern and it feels horrible to eat all of these vegetables and, you know, all of these healthy options and you're not really seeing the change. You're meditating for five minutes, but in general, you still feel stressed, you know, or you're trying to become a better listener and you're still fighting with your family or your spouse. You're trying to be a better parent, but it seems like you're still not connecting with your kids. So my point is that while we sow these various efforts, you know, into these various goals into our lives, it may seem like nothing is happening. And this is really during the waiting period, waiting to see what the compounded effort results in, waiting to see how that dedicated strive, that grit that I was talking about in the face of adversity and failure, 
to keep on keeping on, waiting and expecting for a harvest, to be patient enough with yourself and with the process to not dig up what you've just planted, trying to figure out where in the process of germination or growth it is, but to really wait, to take a deep breath, to be patient and to trust the process to believe that something will come off this, even if it doesn't seem like things are happening, things are always happening. And learning that it is in the waiting process that things happen and digging up your process or criticizing your process or the lack thereof is not really helpful. It's really not helpful to the greater scheme of things that you're trying to accomplish. And the greater scheme of things that you are trying to really get, you know, you know, clarified and, and, and affirmed in your life. So if you guys can hear a dog barking in the background, um, nature as it were. Um, but yeah, you, you don't really you don't really see the things immediately, you know, and I think that's the process. That's the process. And that's why you need to be kind. You need to be patient. You need to have grace and you need to have grit. Right. And um, I think that kind of, you know, summarizes the sowing period, right? Um, but what do we do during the reaping period? Um, and funny enough, like I said, you know, the biblical saying is you reap what you sow. But I also think that you reap how you sow. So how you sow is really important because it will affect and impact what you reap, right? So like I said, in the process of sowing, waiting, you're also protecting. You're also protecting. And the protection of what you sow is essential to how you reap, right? So if um, you are not cognizant of the fact that what you sow needs protection, I think then, you know, birds, rats, mice, will come and pluck it out. Or in this case, people, right? People or your negative attitude or your negative perspective can pluck out what you've sown, will pluck out what you've invested in. And so you need to protect what you have sown. I think this is, you know, about creating positive content, creating positive and affirming associations, and really creating positive, healthy affirmations that in the process of transitioning from a seed to a harvest, there will be things that are relevant for that season and there will be things that are not. I think being cognizant of the fact that you are in a sowing season and you being expectant for a reaping season is about understanding that you need to protect what you've sown. So like I said, if you are trying to transform your life, what kind of content are you exposing yourself to? You know, if you're trying to expose, change your life, what kind of activities, behavior patterns, habits are you exposing yourself to and are kind of dedicated to that may need to change in order for you to see a reward, to see this harvest, right? What are your associations like, you know, in terms of people, in terms of the conversations that you're having, in terms of the entertainment that you're engaging and absorbing? What does that look like? Because like I said, the more you surround yourself with content that promotes the growth you're trying to see in your life, the more protected that growth is. 
So if you're one of those people who is trying to, you know, change their physical lifestyle, or if you're one of those people that's trying to study, it's important that you surround yourself in an environment that is conducive to that, right? It's important that you surround yourself with positive, affirming messages, content, and people that help you work towards that goal, right? That help you protect that goal. It's funny that, you know, it's also in our words, you know, sometimes it's not people or content or habits. Sometimes it's just the way we speak about ourselves and the way we speak about what we accomplish. You know, I've caught myself many a times, well, less now, but more in the past where I would call myself an idiot. Like, oh, that's so stupid. I can't believe I made that mistake. But, you know, the first person to hear you speak is yourself, So what you say to yourself in the process of your growth, in the process of your transformation matters. How you perceive yourself in the process of your growth and transformation matters. Sometimes we don't have the positive content ourselves. Sometimes we need to invest in the positive content. And as you guys know, that's why I'm a huge advocate for reading. If you are investing in financial habits, You know, if this is the area in your life where you are sowing time, actual money, different behaviors and attitudes into your financial area of your life, your financial well-being, then having books, podcasts, you know, magazines, subscriptions that speak to this new habit that you're trying to develop is what will anchor your belief, it's what will anchor your behavior, it's what will anchor your goal and all the little activities that you're doing to actually accomplish financial freedom. If you are trying to work on your relationship with your kids, you know, it might be that you want to parent in a healthier way. Maybe you didn't like the way that you were parented. Maybe you didn't like the relationship you had with your mother or your father. It's about reading content, listening to podcasts, you know, joining certain groups that will help you affirm the journey of who you are trying to become rather than what you were exposed to. If you're eating healthy, you know, if that's the goal, you can also kind of do the same. So it's about making sure that you are investing in your mind Content that is aligned to that goal. Content that is aligned with that transformation. Understanding that it is a process and it's always going to be a process. But the more you expose yourself to content that is aligned with your goal, I believe the more your speech will change, your perspective will change and so will your behavior, right? I think in summarizing, um, you know, the harvest is that, you know, action and inaction are both a kind of sowing, right? So like I said, the biblical text speaks about how you reap what you sow, right? And that was kind of, you do bad things, you get bad things. You do good things, you get good things, right? Um, other, other perspectives would call it karma, right? But I think in this case, it's important to understand that inaction is also sowing, you know, I, I remember being in varsity and having not prepared enough for a certain paper and getting into the exam and just like praying to God that like, Jesus, please, <laughs> you and I both know I haven't studied as much as I could, but like you were able to split the Red Sea. So if you can just help me with this paper, I will get through it. Right. And um, so, 
he didn't <laughs> i would still you know not get as good of a mark as i could have gotten um on that particular paper and the lesson there was that like god is a god of miracles i believe that right but god is also a god who respects consistency god respects work he respects effort he respects a person who can be trusted with a little he knows that that person can be trusted with much so if you are inactive in a particular area in your life if you are allowing a certain area in your life to be dormant that is also sowing that is also an investment it might feel like an investment in nothing but then it's also understanding that you will reap nothing you know so when it comes to sowing and reaping and this relationship of sowing and reaping if you are sowing 30 minutes it's not just that 30 minutes it's that 30 minutes compounded over a long period of time if you're not investing any time it's also nothing compounded over a long period of time so whether you are doing something or you're doing nothing that compounds and that will be the harvest so your harvest can either be breakthrough wealth love peace goodness or it can be havoc discord self-doubt and stagnation what we sow into our lives is important If we want to reap differently, we need to sow differently, right? So the second one is we need to be aware that like I said, inaction and action bears a harvest. Being fully aware of this means understanding that you have a choice. So you have a choice today to decide what you want to invest in, what you don't want to invest in. And this can be like both positive and negative, right? So Let's say you want to invest in thinking better about yourself, but you surround yourself with negative people that speak down towards you. You surround yourself with negative images or negative habits. You know, how often do we go onto social media for 30 minutes, get off of it and feel really sluggish down and really like despondent right because we've seen so many other things that make us feel inadequate that make us feel unsuccessful that once you get off that platform you feel worse than what you did when you got onto it right or you know like i said the conversations that you have with yourself if you swear at yourself if you insult yourself if you criticize yourself those things matter those things add up But if you take yourself out of that and you become inactive with that, that also produces a harvest of its own. You know, you won't feel as sluggish, as despondent, as discouraged, as negative as you do. So sometimes it's really about understanding that you have a choice to subscribe and unsubscribe to different content, to different associations, to different connections, to different habits. We always have a choice. Number 3, your posture matters. So sometimes it's really difficult to sow and to stay positive, like I said, especially if you have failed or if you don't feel you have a reason to sow, like what am I building towards? What am I trying to build and grow in my life, right? But when this happens, I think it's important to go back to the basics. Think about one example. It can be the simplest thing. of when you have sown and when you have reaped 
Think about one example in your life. If you're discouraged right now in the process of sowing, think about one time in your life you have sown into your life where you've planted into your life and you saw the reward, you saw the harvest and you're able to reap. It could be anything. It could literally be anything. It could be changing the time you go to bed. Maybe you're one of those people that were an owl. You just never slept. Um, and now you've decided to sleep early. How has that changed your life? How has that changed your energy levels? Maybe you didn't drink any water. And now you are drinking at least five glasses or so of water in a day. How has that changed your body? How has that changed your energy? Maybe you have started studying and even though you're not done with the certification or the degree, you certainly know now more than what you did before, right? So think about the simplest example, the easiest thing where you have seen the benefit of consistent sewing, right? You've seen that you waited patiently, you've protected what you've sown, and you reaped a harvest. If you can think of one example it will reaffirm the fact that there's value in positioning and posturing yourself in the process. And there's value in sticking with the process. There's value in developing grit in that process. There's value in waiting patiently for things to work out, even if it seems like they're never going to. If it's happened once, it can happen again. If you've prospered once, you can prosper again. It's really about thinking about the times it has worked, thinking about the times it has produced a harvest, thinking about the times where that one change in behavior, attitude or habit has had a very positive, long lasting impact on your life and reminding yourself that if you can do that, then you can do that now, right? Number four, and this is the last one in the reaping, is celebrate your harvest, you know, often when we succeed at something, it's like, oh, okay, on to the next one. You know, I had this goal, I accomplished this goal, on to the next one. But when we don't take time to celebrate our harvests, when we don't take time to celebrate the times that we've reaped, then we don't have, you know, memories, we don't have data, we don't have success stories. And we need success stories even for our own lives, success stories about ourselves ourselves. You know, Oprah Winfrey is a huge inspiration. You know, Serena Williams. There's so many people that are huge inspirations, right? But those are their stories, not yours. So sometimes it feels hard to connect to a celebrity or to somebody you don't have access to because it seems like their accomplishment is based on who they are. And because you're not them, then you can't accomplish the same things they did. And that's not true, right? We've all got greatness inside of us. We've all got infinite amounts of potential inside of us. We need to learn how to unlock our specific gift and talent and potential, right? And we need to focus on when we have done it, when it has worked, and how we can replicate that model. So when you achieve something in your life, it could be finishing a certification. It could be, guys, eating healthy for one week. It could be drinking water, an adequate amount of water in that day. Journal it down, write it down, store it somewhere. 
if you're in a mood um, that, that is negative and contrary to what you're trying to accomplish, you can always go back to that journal. You can always go back to that postage. You can always go back to that picture and remind yourself that, hey, you've done this before. You can do it again. So it's important to keep content that reminds us of the things we are able to accomplish, especially while we are waiting, right? While we are in the process of waiting that, yes, I've, I've waited before. And when I waited the other time, things actually did come right for me. I might have failed at this, but I didn't fail at everything. You know, this one thing didn't work out, but it doesn't mean everything is not working out. So... I think it's about creating memories and a, a your own, you know, wall of, of affirmations about the things that have gone right in your life and continuing to remind yourself that if you've done it once, you can do it again. I hope this um, episode blessed you guys. I hope that it gave you some perspective and some clarity on the differences in sowing and reaping. I hope that it will give you guys the endurance, the patience and the grace that you need to get through this season, whether you're sowing or reaping, um, but to really be patient with yourself, to be kind with yourself, to show yourself some grace and continue developing that grit. Happy Tuesday, choose yourself, guys. Take care.